Hello and welcome to the Lessons from the Core podcast. I am your host, Lisa Kara, and I welcome you to this episode today. It is sponsored by In Balance Pilates. This is episode two, and today our episode is called Why I Stopped Nut Riding. And, you know, I just figured that I better bring up this important phrase, uh, its meaning in our home, uh, since you'll probably hear me mention it and you may hear some of our guests talk about it. Essentially, what we're talking about when we're saying this term nut riding is putting someone else on a pedestal. The second you put someone else on a pedestal, they're immediately looking down on you. And my husband and I, my husband and I have been married for 12 years, absolutely love them so supportive best friend and over the years you know you get your little inside jokes with your with your husband and your partner and this has been one of ours for many years called as i said nut riding no nut riding others so you know if any time i got too much into like listening to a certain mentor my husband would call me out about you know, stop not writing that person. Because again, if you think of only one person being this guru, this unbelievable guru that you have to listen to absolutely every word they say and do everything they say, in my opinion, not really healthy. If you have a friend situations where you're constantly not riding that friend, you're waiting to see what their plans are, you're, uh, you know, letting everything revolve around their schedule and their plans and where they want to go. And you're kind of just, you know, along for the ride, not thinking about uh, maybe yourself and what's best for your family. So that's kind of where it comes into play with that. Uh, even at work, you know, if you're going, if you have a regular job and you're going for a promotion, like putting in, it into play there, that there's no one person at your job that's that much above you that you need to, you know, be walking around on eggshells and just putting the, them up on this pedestal because, again, you put them on the pedestal, they immediately look down on you. We're all here. We're all equal. Um coming at things from more of like a loving perspective where we're all here to support and be there for one another versus the people that are more like, what can I get out of this situation or this relationship? And one thing I've definitely found in, you know, this podcast being lessons from the core, we always want to look back on certain situations, relationships, people, places, things where we learned lessons. You know, we always hear that saying about people are here for a reason, a season, a lifetime. And, you know, as we look back on certain relationships, uh, whether it was a call, a dynamic with a colleague on the job, um, in the family life, whatever it is, friends, being able to look back on, you know, was that a really loving relationship? Was I there to to feel and radiate love and support? Or was were we there together to walk away and take certain lessons just from that scenario? So it's always good to be able to gain that awareness because we always know that, you know, we're going to come back to the same old lessons. It's just going to be a different face, a different place, a different season, but it's going to play out in that same way until we get that lesson and that self-awareness awareness. Uh, we've all been there in, in various ways, whether it's like injuries that our bodies are coming up with or uh, 
injuries, illnesses, just different attracting certain dramas and certain things. Uh, it always can come back to that. So one great tip, uh, kind of looking back over the years, maybe you can take like your last five years and go back over those five years, looking back on the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, the ugly, what things, you know, did you have to go through any extremely traumatic things? Were there any uh, deaths, uh, huge griefs, huge losses, huge stressors that you had to go through? Once you go back and look through those stressors and things that big, big traumas, little traumas, big traumas that you went through, start to piece back what people and places and things did you attract during those times? So let's say you had a death of a friend. Okay. You look back at the death of a friend was three years ago. You were going through maybe some really rock bottom feelings with depression, with sadness, with, you know, having to pick up the pieces to move forward. I invite you then to look back and see who did you attract at those times when you were really kind of down and out going through all those feelings? Uh, were they loving, supportive relationships that are still in your life now? Or were they more perhaps those life lessons that were brought into your life to just reflect a certain mirror, a certain thing that you needed to learn at that time? I can really look back on certain things, um, whether it was the death of a family member and just kind of looking back on the people that I attracted right early on in that moment that in hindsight, as I really checked into my inner knowing and my inner intuition, I'm really good at first impressions. I think with having a brick and well for so long, but especially having a brick and mortar for 11 years, you're constantly meeting people that are coming through your door. So you're having to, you know, you get that kind of uh, that inner knowing right away, that intuition that that uh, whether it's, you know, you look at this new person that you've met and you can see a great friendship that's about to develop or you think to yourself, oh, that person, Janet over there, she's a great person that I want to connect with. Tara over there, they're like meant to meet because they have this business collab that might come about. Like it's so beautiful to touch into that intuition, that inner knowing, that being really receptive and open to these beautiful connections and collaborations that we get gifted to meet both in person and online. So again, I just kind of invite you to go back maybe over the last five years, look at those situations and scenarios that came up, whether it was beautiful things, great things, or things that were a little bit more challenging. And then in those challenging moments, were they just lessons that you attracted? And therefore, can we be a little bit more aware of those lessons, face them, uh, you know, face them head on with open arms, loving open arms, loving yourself? Um, I know for myself, like I'm very, as I said, I'm very quick on that first impression. And there's certain things that really get under my skin. If I feel like someone is very non-inclusive and they're going to be that type of person that's not going to make a seat at the table for everyone and they're going to be very clicky, not my thing. Of all the humans that there are in this world, there are so many loving connections and loving places to be. And I just, maybe I have certain inner child things that that get triggered with that leaving people out and excluding. And it irritates me. Maybe in some search, certain situations probably leaves me feeling a bit angry and irritated depending on the, you know, how the whole thing has evolved or 
unroll unraveled let's say uh again old hand old head injury here there might be a few mixed up words so bear with me um but being able to look back and just what are the lessons what are those things we need to pick out and face so that we can move on and not keep recreating those same scenarios with the next person or the next job or the next boss the next uh colleague all that kind of thing right being able to face it so getting in check with the body with that intuition that inner knowing a uh, great place to start is with daily exercise so that's why i'm always such a big proponent of daily pilates so something like a mind body exercise exercise, whether it's yoga, Pilates, uh, anything where you're getting into that deep breathing, mindful movements, being able to slow things down with the breath, uh, take the time to really listen into your body. So it's amazing to do like high energy things like hits and weight training and all of that as well to build our muscle, build our endurance, strength. But at the same time, being able to take those exercises that allow you to slow things down and really get in tune with the body, with how things are feeling within our joints, around certain muscles, surrounding muscles. And then as you're more just aware of the body, so let's say sometimes you have a little bit of a twinge in your low back on the right side, things feel a little bit tense. Uh, knowing how that feels, maybe it starts to feel a little bit more uncomfortable as you've been sitting for a few hours during the day. Maybe it eases out up as you stand. Maybe it feels worse when you're standing. Maybe it eases up when you're able to take a little bit of time to lie down on your side and let everything relax. So being aware of what movements can calm the body and give you that energy and that pain relief and what movements can tend to cause that extra tension. So, you know, if you're always feeling tension in your neck and shoulders as you're driving and stuck in traffic, being aware of that so that you're able to take the time to open up the chest, let those shoulders release away from your ears, thinking of, you know, keeping the collarbones open, keeping the shoulders just gently into that small V if you feel like they're lifting by the ears. So just getting in check with how the body behaves in stressful times, in relaxed times, when the body's cold, when the body's rushed, uh, when we're, you know, working hard to finish a deadline, where can we really get into check with, okay, how am I breathing? Am I having that shallow breath? Am I breathing fast? Am I stressed out? You know, being aware of what the body tends to do in those moments, both good and bad, whether it's good stress, poor stress, challenging stress, uh, just that inner knowing of how, what our go-to behaviors are, and then be aware so that we can get them a little bit more into better choices if you feel like you need to curtail things a bit. So inner knowing, daily exercise, get that daily exercise in so you can reconnect with that body awareness and know what signs and signals your body is trying to tell you. Sometimes we can be in a certain, let's say there's a meeting that you have to go to every week. It's a certain meeting for work. It's one that you don't really like going to. You start noticing that you're getting this stomach ache, let's say. Let's take a stomach ache every week that you have to go to this meeting. Or as soon as the meeting's done, you're having a wicked headache. Or as you're sitting there listening to someone speak, you're feeling an immense pain in your right shoulder. Being aware and in tune of what these body signals are. Sometimes it might be a signal that your body is just trying to say, 
I don't like this anymore. This is a huge red flag. This is a place where you're absolutely wasting your time and it's somewhere where we do not need to spend our time anymore. Uh, We need to be aware. I think if we've learned anything, especially in these last few years, it's how precious our time is how we get to choose where we spend our energy, who we are spending our time, thoughts, and love with, and where we need to just pack it up and um, like not invest that time and energy in that space, right? So being really real and honest with yourself, getting into other ways to get in check with your body. So through exercise, through meditation, mindful movements, breathing exercises so that you're able to slow down that breath and just get in check with how the body's feeling. Don't tune out those feelings. You know, if you're feeling that pain somewhere, get noticing if it's the same type of pain and feeling in certain situations around certain people. If there's maybe those situations where you realize you need to stop not riding, right? There's no one that's worth putting on that pedestal that then they're looking down on you and looking down at you as a less than person. You know, I've been in situations even in the last let's say year where there are certain things that I attracted at those down and out times where my inner knowing normally would have said, you know, I don't really think this person's very inclusive. Um, They're not radiating this loving, supportive, whatever friendship, but it just kind of attracted it at a time where I was, you know, I don't know, going through maybe some grief or whatever. And um, in hindsight, you know, I remember going somewhere and someone was like, oh, I just got done talking about all the things that didn't work out for you from this to this other person that I don't know. And it was such a reality check of of all the places I could be in this world, of all the humans I could be hanging out with and sending love to and receiving love from someone that's going to say into my face, oh, I just got done talking shit about you (laughs) and all the things aren't working out. You know, it's such a reality to be like, whoa, wait a second. Where have I been spending my time? Where have I allowed myself to have such low self-worth that I'm, you know, not being around those supportive cheerleaders? You know, I think we always know that it's, People are just mirrors for whatever we're reflecting inside. And so that's why I'm saying as we can look back on times that we were really feeling maybe down because of an external thing, a death of a family member, whatever the case may be, a loss of a job, look at all the things that we've lost in these last few years. Yes, we've gained many beautiful things as well. But to just push away the actual feelings, the grief, the loss, and just sweep it under the rug, I think, A, that's where things get trapped in your body. That's where you get odd injuries and conditions that keep creeping up because you're not facing with these emotions. You know, we've all heard that emotions, the body keeps score, things get stuck in the body. That's why movement, dancing, meditation, doing things to clear out that energy is huge. So find exercise that you absolutely love. Um, Deal with things in the way that feels good for you. As I said, with grief nowadays, there's so many experts online. So just, you know, get really in check with your own inner knowing because no one can tell you how to maneuver through the stuff, the losses that we've had in the last while. Um, even to that, I can, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's so personal. We all come with our different 
cultural backgrounds, uh, different ways that we grieve, different, uh, you know, every relationship is so different that we've had that we've, if we're grieving a relationship with a best friend, with a brother, you know, those relationships are all so different. So no one can tell you how long you should be allowed to stay in grief. Uh, it's really none of anyone's business. And if any other human adult is trying to tell you that you've taken too long to grieve or this, that, the other, um, again, I invite you to just go back to that own internal knowing, turn up that internal love. Because again, often when we're hearing these odd things from people, again, it's just that reality check, that slap in the face to say, girl, you are not loving on yourself enough because if you're attracting people that are just showing you this uh, unsupportive version, it's time to check yourself before you wreck yourself and up that internal love, right? Nothing can shake us or break us when we know that we are taking care of ourselves. We're moving our body. We're working through calming our mind. We're doing the best that we can to be the best version of ourselves, right? No one can shake us when we've got that internal knowing that we are trying our best and doing our best, right? No one else out there um, has any idea what what each of us are all going through. We're all going through personal things and and dealing with life on our own terms. So being able to just get those lessons, see them, be open to them so that you don't have to keep going through the same lesson with just different faces, but same lesson. So up the exercise to get into that in, inner knowing and intuition surround yourself with new situations where you're having to meet a lot of people. Uh, I know for myself, as I said, my husband and I have been together for 12 years before when I had my studio back at the beginning, I was always into going out to in-person networking events. I've done that for 22 years. There's certain people that I've met at those events 22 years ago that I still see now and love so much. And some will be on the podcast later. And it's just, again, in these last six months with things um, getting, you know, so much getting back to the in-person networking, so many networking events. Uh, my husband and I are always talking about how fantastic it, it is for me to get back out there and just meet as many people, as many collaborations and community members as I can to really get back in touch with that inner knowing uh, and that intuition and that what are those in instinctive feelings that you first get when you meet someone because it's really it is a really telling for future endeavors for future things down the road you know you meet someone and you have this feeling of with knowing that there's probably going to be a beautiful collaboration like a work collaboration coming down the road so being really in check with does the body feel closed off? Does the body feel open? Does the body feel like this is a supportive, loving, two-way street? Or does this feel like a constricted, I'm about to be hit with a lot of life lessons? And you might surprise yourself and you might be find it kind of just being curious at being able to look back on the last five years and some of those dynamics that you attracted uh, where were you when you attracted them? Were you listening to your inner knowing? Did you have something uh, become that nut riding situation where suddenly you were like, oh, guru, putting someone on a pedestal and suddenly they're looking down on you and um, it's just not a win-win two-way street. It's not a loving, you know, of all the places 
we can be spending our time with this precious time that we have on the earth. Spend it with the ones you love. Spend it with the people that radiate love, that fill you up, that you know that if you do have something that you, you know, you feel like it's a close friend and you want to vent. Now, unfortunately, we know vents always lead to that person uh, probably venting out your thing. A vent is a vent for a reason. But hopefully we have some good people in our corner that we can let things out when we need to in a very supportive, non-judgmental environment. And hey, the ones that do judge and talk shit behind your back, well, again, just welcome that it was a lesson you needed to learn bless and release and just be open to the ways that you can spot out those red flag moments and uh you know so that you can face things in the future with just with loving arms and open arms last thing you want to do is get discouraged about you know if one person shuns their back on you or one person you know something doesn't go right the last thing you want to do is you know leave people behind and not uh and uh, kind of check out, right? So embrace the lesson, love them for the lesson, be thankful for wherever you are in life. If something has disintegrated, if something, um, need, you know, suddenly you realize it needs work, give it the work, face the lessons, be open, start listening to your body, add that daily exercise. If you know, if you're coming to the end of the week and you realize that, you said you were going to do your exercise every day this week and you did it twice. Well, where can we maybe up that accountability? Where can you, you know, is it a case of you're just not loving or in love with the exercise program that you're doing right now? Is there a way you can try some new variety with, you know, just looking on YouTube, getting uh, some extra fitness variety that way? So be real with yourself check in, be honest, find ways to add that movement and meditation daily. We have our 30-day planner. So if you're trying to make movement and meditation a daily a daily habit, I have a lot of clients that they want to make meditation a daily. They'll get into it for a few days and then kind of fall off the consistency plan and they're looking for a way to make that happen. So I have a 30-day Master Your Meditation Routine Planner. It's a reprintable PDF planner and there are guided meditations that you can click to right within the document. So great ways to set that intention for daily meditation and remind you to get that daily movement in as well. We also have our virtual studio. So there are live classes that you can attend on Zoom or you can get the monthly membership and just uh, plug into all the replays. So that's there as well. And if you are in Ottawa, we have some beautiful, and I say beautiful because the scenery, you have to see this place. We have some in-person Pilates classes at Alpha and Omega Art Gallery. It is downtown in the market at 101 Murray Street. And it's absolutely beautiful. If you're looking for a place to host your own events, reach out uh, to them directly because it's just a gorgeous studio. And I am so excited to be able to offer some classes there. So into January, we will have uh, Monday nights at 6, Thursday nights at 7. Uh, again, check my schedule. So inbalancepilates.ca, go to the virtual studio tab and just check for the updated uh, class times there if anything changes. You can always 
stay up to date there. Get on our email list. And of course, make sure you head over to Podopolo to engage. I love hearing your comments over there. And get that planner because making meditation and movement a daily habit will add so much awareness, body awareness, just add that calm to your day and add a lot of fun, right? We all know we get those exercise endorphins with exercise. So a great way to add that to your daily um, daily repertoire. So I thank you again for being here on this Lessons from the Core podcast. It's been awesome to have you here. Check out the classes and I look forward to seeing you on the mat soon. Again, this is Lisa Kara from In Balance Pilates.